Greetings and welcome on board WKOK Sunrise. I'm Mark Lawrence. We have on the news line with us now Anna Brown. She is an economist and vice president of education consulting at MC Burning Glass. Now, they aren't exactly a household name around here, but they have already done a big job uh, for one of the nonprofit entities in our area. And uh, they tell us that bigger things are coming uh, if a community college moves forward in our area. So, Anna, thank you so much for calling in this afternoon. Greetings. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. Uh, we know that you did uh, one of the studies for the Susquehanna Valley Community Education Project, so we're going to get into some of the details about that and this uh, tremendous economic impact that uh, the folks around here can anticipate if this community college goes forward. But I'll start with some more uh, basic questions. MC Burning Glass. Tell us about this. This is two companies that are together now. I'll go ahead and say that much. Tell us about the mission of MC. So we are a labor market company with headquarters in Boston, Massachusetts, and Moscow, Idaho. And our mission is ultimately to use data to drive economic prosperity. So to do this, we inform and connect three critical audiences, people who are looking for good jobs, educators who are looking to build good programs and engage students, and employers who are looking for good people. So more specifically, especially in light of this project, we have been working with higher education institutions for over 20 years. And during that time, we have completed over 2,200 economic impact studies and we've completed these studies for over half the community colleges in the U.S. Well, and I think one thing that we know mm-hmm. from either academic studies or, in your case, these are, it's a private business that's doing these studies, that when you're talking about the economy and things that you are spending for economic development or education, there's definitely an if-then corollary that you can draw and say that there are connections to you know future spending and return on investment and so on. Elaborate on that, the fact that there there is a science to this. There is. So there's, um, you know, there can be a little bit of a, a, a lagging effect, but I think you can think about it as if you see a, a company come to an area, for example, they're bringing jobs with them, and then with, that, with those jobs, they are going to be creating what we call ripple effects because as they're bringing these people with them, those people are able to go out to the economy and spend more money on groceries, on housing, and so forth. And so that is then going to be rippling through and growing the economy. And so that can be a little bit of that that cause and effect of if this happens, then these other economic effects will also... The new community college around here is still making pitches to folks to to get more buy-in. Why was MC a good organization for them to contact when they have that if-then conversation with uh, local decision makers? So it, it comes back to our experience where we have done a lot of these types of economic impact studies that have helped show how community colleges can be economic drivers within their regions. In fact, these types of analyses is actually what founded MD around 20 years ago was looking at the economic impact of community colleges on the national economy. And so we just have a lot of that expertise and we're well known within this field. In general, how do community colleges generally contribute to their local communities? So, you know, community colleges, they can play a vital role in the economic development they, you know, first of all, they are, they can act as large employers in their community. Their employees spend money in the community. That, as I mentioned before, has ripple effects throughout. 
And then we also can look at the students that the colleges serve, especially students who are either attracted into the community or they stay because of the college. And what these students are doing as they attend the college is they're spending money on housing and food, and that's continuing to grow the economy. And while those are, you know, I think those are fairly easy to see, one of the, the largest effects that community colleges have is how they add to the human capital or to the skilled workforce in, in the community. The students are able to are able to progress their career opportunities by gaining a degree, a certification, upskilling, what have you. And this will not only help the students by providing them with the opportunity to earn more, but it will also help the local employers by providing them with the skilled people they need. And so all of this all together really helps demonstrate how community colleges are drivers within their communities. Well, about a year and a half ago, you did uh, do an economic impact study for the proposed Susquehanna Valley Community Education Project, and I only read the executive summary, mm -hmm. but I would have never imagined that there were so many economic benefits and so many facets to the economic benefit. Explain why this is somehow not apparent uh, to maybe most folks or many people that there's 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 benefits to this that aren't in plain sight. I think some of the benefits that might be harder to be thinking about right now is that, you know, especially when I go back to that last point of how community colleges help train the human capital within a region, and that can take time to really see the effects of that occur within the economy. You know, it takes time for people to go through the school and then enter the, the local workforce and that will take some time to accumulate. And so that might be something that's not as, it's not, it may not be as readily apparent um, right now compared to, let's say, in five, 10 years once the college has been in, in action. Okay, so the time comes for the Susquehanna Valley Community Education Project uh, to uh, be studied, its in economic impact uh, somehow tabulated. What's the first step? What information do you gather to, in order to do a report? So the first part of the process was working with the SVEP to gather information on the proposed college, such as how much would be spent to get the college off the ground. And then from there, you know, once the college is operational, how much do they anticipate the college would be receiving in revenues and spending on an annual basis? We also worked with them on enrollment projections of how many students they expect the college to serve. And this we projected across a few years, and we also looked at it by award levels. And we looked at the types of degree and certificate programs that it planned to offer. And, 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 and so that way we were able to anticipate how the college was expecting to operate and then how that would then have that impact or that ripple effect on the economy. And so this information from the start is all local data that we're talking about. Correct. So all the information from the SVEP was specific to the proposed college. And then when we're looking at the economic impact, we're using our in-house local market labor market data which we are able to regionalize down to look at the specific counties that we would be looking at or that the college would be serving. How do you know that the, these are accurate findings that you come up with? You know, there's always going to be a little bit of uncertainty, but when we worked with the SVEP, they were conservative in the projections on enrollments, revenues, and expenditures. And then we also included what we call a sensitivity analysis within the study where we looked at how the results would change if some of those projections were to also change. So while we may not be 
100% certain that these economic impacts will, you know, to the dollar amount be created, we are fairly certain that um, within a certain range, these types of economic impacts would be created. Okay, so for the Susquehanna Valley Community Education Project in our area, primarily serving Snyder, Union, North Thelma, and Montour counties in central Pennsylvania, summarize the findings. So the an- anticipated economic impact is a present value impact of $78.5 million on those counties. And keep in mind that this is a cumulative impact from, we're projecting it about a 10-year period. And we can also break it out into the different types of economic impacts, but I think what is a little bit easier to think about is once the college is operational and we look at, you know, there's going to be a ramp-up period to stabilize the number of students that it's serving and so forth, but once that has occurred on an annual basis, the college will be creating around $16.7 million in added income or around 270 jobs every year although this will likely be growing as the college continues to serve more students and as they continue to enter the workforce. Now, in our area, one of the remarks is often that there are enough educational opportunities around here. Uh, your study actually reveals that there, this college could fit in and would serve uh, a significant unmet need. Correct, especially in terms of the type of the training that the college would be providing. The Community Education Project has really been looking at the local workforce needs and, and thinking about how they can tailor and offer programs to meet the unmet needs from local employers right now. Now, in our area, local county governments and other uh, donors would be asked to contribute to you know X number of dollars to get the college started over the over the first few years. Explain how that initial outlay will get paid back. So one of the part, the one part of the analysis that we looked at was specific to what will those local taxpayers receive. And so we looked at for every dollar of the capital investment expecting, expected to come from just the local government, we found that those governments will see around $3.50 in return. And that would be in the form of increased local tax revenues, and the increased output of businesses. And how much would the community college just contribute as another existing entity around here on an annual basis? It would be it would contribute around sixteen point seven million per year once it is fully operational and the enrollment has stabilized. And uh, the impact of students and alumni in the long run. Uh, how do you calculate that, and, and what would the local community college do in that regard? So when we look at that, what, when in our modeling, we look at the number of students that the college would be serving, and then we look at how they would be entering the local economy, how many of them would be entering the local workforce, and we're, we project what those benefits would be over time. And and that's how we're able to look at, on, on average, every year, they would be around $16.7 million per year created in income or impact. And in terms of jobs, we talked about education. That's an important thing. Mm-hmm. But creating, nurturing, uh, generating new jobs, how could a community college have an impact there? There's a couple of different ways. So the first is, you know, the, the college will be creating jobs in and of itself through the faculty and staff through the employees and the college spending money and the students spending money, that's going to create some additional jobs throughout the economy to support the, those what we call initial jobs. 
And then when you think about, you know, there could be businesses that could be attracted to the region or retained in the region because of the, the skilled workforce that the college is now creating, and that can also have an effect on creating or supporting jobs. In what way did the pandemic uh, change this study? This was being studied while COVID was underway. Uh, did that change the perspective or the jobs aspect of this? So there were two parts within the analysis that we that we did to try to answer that question. The first comes around to the types of enrollment projections that the project provided us. They were fairly conservative with the enrollment projections. And then the second part was that we did take a look at, you know, with the types of programs that they were planning to to offer. We looked at how those programs are aligned aligned with the local economy in the future, but then also looking at a COVID impacted economy. So we're able to help provide, you know, help show them which programs are likely to be doing well versus maybe not quite as well in light of COVID. What about the worker shortage that exists for local companies? In what way can a community college help that? So there, there are a variety of ways, you know, with the worker shortage, and this is a lot of research that MG Burning Glass has been providing and working with companies and colleges. But, you know, the, right now there's some employers who they might be seeing a shortage of workers. And so how can the college help train local people into the types of positions that the local employers need? So that, that's the role that the college could, could be, you know, partnering with employers to see what is it that they need and how can they be creating curriculum around that. And same with people who might be unemployed right now too, or maybe they're looking to change their career path. Now is a great time for there to be the college to have a so that those workers have a local and affordable, accessible option to undertake that type of training. Anna Brown, thank you so much for the information. We very much appreciate it. Thanks for calling in today. Very much appreciated. Thank you so much for having me. That is Anna Brown, an economist and vice president of education consulting at MC Burning Glass. If you're looking for more information about what they do, emsibg.com.